Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that is the sound of rock cracking. You got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and Merry Christmas. It's this week. Yes, Santa Claus comes this week, Friday, December 25th. Will Santa Claus come for Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Well, I'll tell you this. The longer Senator Harris waits to resign from the U.S. Senate, the greater the chance that Donald Trump will be re-elected president of the United States. Why do I say that? Well, look at Senator Harris. She, she, uh, Joe Biden's called himself president-elect, and they're calling her uh, Kamala Harris, or Kami Harris, somebody calls her, uh, saying she's vice president-elect. Why doesn't she go ahead and resign her a Senate seat, if she has a lot of confidence, if Joe Biden has a lot of confidence. Well, we're going to talk about that and the questions about the election. We got Peter Navarro had a great report out detailing in, in just great details why Joe Biden did not win this election. We have a, a lot more going on in uh, Maricopa County in uh, Arizona, the biggest county right there. We're going to uh, play you a couple of clips from uh, Steve Bannon's war room where he was talking to uh, Trump team lawyer uh, of the campaign, Trump campaign, Boris Epstein. So got a great show wrapped up. Before we get into that, before we get into all of the election, first let's talk about Congressman Swalwell. And you've heard about the uh, all the controversy about him and uh, the Chinese spy Fang Fang. Well, I think she's sink their fangs into uh, Congressman Swalwell from California. But if you want to know, he was on every show. He'd go on Fox News a lot saying that Trump, and he said they had the goods on Trump. They said the Intelligence Committee knew Trump was uh, connected with the Russians, and they were going to prove it. He said he had seen proof. Congressman Swalwell said he had seen proof about Trump being connected to the Russians from the Intel Committee. They played this Russian hoax, including Congressman Swalwell, probably more than anyone, how horrible President Trump was those first two years played up to the Russian hoax so that they could get the power. They were not in power. The Republicans had control of the House from 2016 to 2018. But they played up this Russian hoax, and they, and, and they just blew by and got many House seats because they had about caused the nation to suspect that Donald Trump probably was a Russian spy because they said the Intelligence Committee, the House Intelligence Committee, including Swalwell, said they had seen evidence. 
that connected Trump to Russia. Where did that evidence come from? It was a lie. It was a lie. And, and, and now we find out he was probably, allegedly, sleeping with, a, uh, with Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. How do we know that she didn't give him intelligence from China that they had the goods on Trump? And he thought that was good enough for the House Intelligence Committee. I don't know, but I'd like to know. But what's a guy like that doing on the United States Congress <laughs> Intelligence Committee? Why does Adam Schiff let him on? The FBI said they told Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi Speaker of the House, said she told uh, Congressman McCarthy, the Republican leader of the House. He said she never did. So who are we to believe? Why do we have someone that's dancing around and, and getting in and out of bed with the Chinese spy, Fang Fang? And he's on the Intelligence Committee. What's he still doing there? Come on, America, wake up. Demand to get out of there. How many, how, how much does the, do the Chinese know because he was on the Intelligence Committee? He might not have said a word. Of course, he'll claim he didn't say a word. How do we know? Like I said, how do we know that Fang Fang wasn't feeding him information that they had Trump in their crosshairs and they could give him proof? I don't know. Maybe he did know that. And maybe he was telling Adam Schiff, we got him, we got him. The Chinese says we got him. Is that far-fetched? How about the Russian hoax? How far-fetched was that? And yet... More than half America believed it. Wow. We have got a mess in America, and we have got to get to the bottom of how deep China has their hooks on our politicians and our businesses. We saw where they outed all these uh, Chinese Communist Party members that are on boards, that are scientists in labs across America and around the world. And you know, if you are a member of the Chinese Communist Party, you have an obligation to the head of the Communist Party to be a spy. That They don't out and out say you're a spy, but that's what it is. If they demand information, intelligence, you have to supply it if you're a part of the Communist Party. You know, it's like hell Hitler. You pledge your allegiance to the leader. And that's why you get the benefits of being a Communist Party member. We have something sickos in America if they are dancing around with the Chinese spies and then they're playing in our intelligence committees in Congress. Wake up, America. Wake up, America. Demand justice. I, I wish Swalwell be thrown out of Congress, but at least get him off the intelligence committee. Come on, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the People's House. No, I don't think so. You, you, I... Maybe AOC will get you ousted. I, but Speaker Nancy Pelosi, I think she was really fired by the American people. She probably, I know she won her district, but overall, I think the Republicans, if they ever, if they ever got to really confiscate some of these uh, Dominion systems, allegedly they have been stealing votes, and this wasn't the first election. But I, if we don't look into it, and if we don't just 
remember those machines and see the software, know what's going on, I can't ever believe another election in the future. I have no confidence in the voting machines until we look into it. We, we have Silicon Valley. We have the CIA. We have the military intelligence. We got the FBI. And we can't even know if we got a fair election in the United States of America. Come on, people. Demand it. Demand it. Demand it. Now, we got to get to this uh, uh, clip. Let me play this clip right here. I mean, this was in uh, Michigan where they uh, said they were concerned about a precinct. And listen to what was being said. And you would think it's all on up and up. But this is, this is a Michigan state official and uh, talking to some people who were putting in votes. They found some like 120 votes the one signature on all the 120 votes absentee ballots coming in and 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 the person said this is not a challenge well just listen listen to this just a couple minutes but it's very important to know what is being said then we can't move forward and we understand that there is a concern with this precinct but this is not a time for you to be investigating right now did you this find something time- else for you, no. no. So you need to move forward with the audit so we can get the numbers, so we can see how many ballots are here. But mm-hmm. we, and, okay, so when we're done with the audit, there is still the opportunity to challenge the fact that we have multiple ballots with the very same signature. I, I don't know if challenge is the right word, but until well, we get we're challenging, we'll go ahead and count the ballots. Right, we, 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 need, we need you to move forward. But we will separate out and count those. And add okay. those in, but there's going to be a, an asterisk saying, these ballots have the same okay. thing. And, and again, we know that you have a concern with this precinct. And, and, and soon, when you get done with the audit part of it, not an investigation, not counting, that's not, that's not your role right now, this very minute. So what I need you to do is complete the audit so we can get a number of how many ballots were in this can when you started counting, and we can move forward from there. Okay, so what I what I need for you guys to do right now is to finish the we'll audit process. We'll have a number. We'll have a number. We can't separate them out. Whether valid or invalid. We'll that is, that is not the process right now. The process right now is for you to put them in the piles where they belong and for the presidential vote and count the presidential votes. I, we understand that there, may, there is possibly an issue with this precinct. We, we understand that. But what I need for you to do right now is to finish the presidential race audit, not separate them out, and then we'll move forward from there. Okay, but I need you to continue the process right now, please. You realize that the former state representative has issues with counting ballots that may be invalid. I understand, but until we get a count, we, we, we need that piece done first. We need the audit piece done first because that's why we're here. And we will look at the numbers. Okay? And, and I understand that there may be an issue. And I understand your concerns. So if we can complete the audit piece right now, okay. then we can move forward, okay? Thank you. Sounds like, oh, just uh, complete the audit and we can move forward. Yes, <laughs> complete the audit, count all those ballots that they wanted to challenge. You said, oh, this is not the time to challenge. They got the audit completed, never got to go back, never got to challenge. All they wanted was the total and say, hey, it's done, it's recounted, everything's equal. Shame on the Michigan officials. Shame on the Michigan Secretary of State that let this fraud go on underneath her. She should be lambasted. I, this is unbelievable amount of fraud that happened in the state of Michigan. This is in one precinct where we're hearing what's going on, and they looked at one 
these machines in one precinct in this county, in uh, Atrium County in Michigan, and it was like 68% malfunctioning. When I say malfunctioning, uh, we, we could go into detail, but they know exactly what the machine was, was doing wrong. And if, you, if that happened all across the state, you got a lousy election. Why won't they check the machines? How can we know what our votes are, are, if they were right or not, if they don't check the machines? Is it not common sense? What do people have to hide? That's why I go back and say, the longer Senator Harris waits to resign from the Senate, the greater the chance that Donald Trump has to be uh, re-inaugurated as President of the United States on January 20th, 2021. The reason is because they know the fraud was committed. When I say they, I mean the Democratic Party. I mean the Democratic allies. They know it was a stolen election. That's why they're trying to move on, get Joe Biden inaugurated before they find out enough stink is stinking. But the stink is stinking in high heaven. And I don't care if it's Donald Trump that gets the most legal votes or if it's Joe Biden that gets the most legal votes. But let's get the truth. Uncover the truth. It's the Christmas season when a child was born in Bethlehem. And he grew up and he said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. We want the truth. Every legal vote counts. And only the legal votes count. And if people are trying to hide and suppress the information and hide machines and hide ballots, we want to know the truth. Stop hiding and let's see the truth. And if there's fraud, let the fraudsters go to jail. I don't care if they go to jail. Just tell the truth. Give them immunity. But tell the truth, we America has to know if we had a fair and honest election and who our next president's going to be because it, our country will be set on a whole different path from if it's Donald Trump or if it's Joe Biden. So every legal vote counts and not the illegal votes. We need the truth because as the baby child grew up to say, you shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Hey, the star over Bethlehem. We need the star over America. We need the angels. <laughs> the angels who came to celebrate the birth of the child in Bethlehem. These same angels that were over Bethlehem over 2,000 years ago. I pray they come and they uncover all the nastiness. They uncover and cause exposure. And let's have the truth. Let's look at the entire truth. I don't care how ugly it is, but let us know the truth in this election. That's what Doc Holliday's asking for Christmas. How about you? Well, <laughs> if you're talking about Christmas, you still can order Doc Holliday's book. I wrote that along with Dr. Alveda King. Hey, she's got a show on Fox Nation now, I heard. Dr. Alveda King, she's the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and she's been a friend of mine for many years super super lady great great american and so uh check her show out on fox nation and then also uh dr alex mcfarland that we 
three put together a book called bedrock truths if you don't have that book we'd be glad to get one out to you just go to my website www.docholiday.org holiday's got two l's in it so uh check out that website and the book is called bedrock truths we'd love to get one out to you hey uh you've got a lot of liberal friends and uh it's good for liberals and conservatives liberals may want to throw it back at you but again bedrock truth we need the truth we need the truth and that's what sets americans free it sets the world free you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free let's get to the truth in this election and we'll have some more on that first though let me let you take a listen to this dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh over the fields we go laughing all the way bells on folktale ring making spirits bright what fun it is to ride and sing a sleigh song tonight oh jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh hey jingle bells hey we have to have some brighten your day with some christmas music right here on doc holiday's rock splitting politics because we are in the trenches in a battle between good and evil evil is anybody who stole election tried to steal election participated in fraud participated in making sure false votes got in participated in hey in georgia did you hear uh, almost forty thousand people under the age of 17 voted illegal illegal under the age of 18 i should say 17 or under and 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 they voted in an election why should they ever vote again or why you know give them a penalty who asked them to vote was it the young republicans or maybe it could be a democrat uh, group i don't know we need to find out don't you think the state of georgia needs to know i'd be very upset if i lived in the state of georgia and thinking illegal votes influenced the election but that, and I'm just telling you, we need a little Christmas cheer, but this is not a time to uh, sit back and just watch. It is time to get involved. You tell your state legislators that you know this is a fraudulent election. You've seen it. We've heard it. And uh, there's so much information out there that is good information. It's not just bubblehead stuff. Peter Navarro actually had a great, uh, summary of the election and what went wrong and how fraud happened and in and, and all these different states and you can go and check that out with Peter Navarro just uh, check out his uh, special he did with Martha McCollum on, on uh, Fox News last week and you can just go listen to that I think it's about an hour 45 minutes or an hour but he goes in detail in fact let me play this clip he was on Steve Bannon's show take a listen to this Peter Navarro, you know, he's worked, he's a private citizen, but he works with President Trump and on China because he's, he's studied China. He's got a book out about China about 2005, how they were eating our lunch and stealing from America, American jobs. We know it. That's why Donald Trump was elected. We had somebody who had the guts to stand up to China, and that's why he was reelected. And that's exactly why when we start finding out one day uncovering this fraud and where it started we're going to see a lot of chinese money more than just trying to get eric swalwell the congressman in california on their side there's going to be all kind of money in this 
and we got one report out already allegedly 400 million dollars of chinese money went into dominion software how about that how about that let's see where that goes but uh take a listen to uh peter navarro right here on steve bannon's show last friday do your job for the state like investigate this stuff i've laid out six dimensions of election irregularities i've said that this all adds up to a coordinated strategy by the democrats to flood the ballot boxes with mail-in and absentee ballots many of them which are outside the law and i yeah six dimensions of irregularities and every one of those dimensions has five to ten sub dimensions do your job you know look at the 50 different ways this death by a thousand cuts that these elections have been stolen across these six different states and remember one of the big takeaways steve is that it's the tolstoy thing every state has its own way of doing its election irregularities georgia its consent degree is different from wisconsin and it's indefinitely combined voters is different from nevada with its bribing the native indians is different from uh, Arizona, which is with its like crazy voting machine irregularities, and and by the way, I I I heard that 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 um, board of supervisors is going to defy just a happened. Just, I mean, come just, on, just broke guys. four to one by four to one. They voted, yeah. said, "Hey, yeah, sorry, not sorry, we're not doing it." And they were in the room when the subpoena was worked through. They said it it, it, it it was appropriate. So this is a major. What are they hiding? What are they afraid of? Peter, has anybody, has any, but the Forbes, this is why it's important if you go back in Forbes, it's all generalities. Has anybody come back and question your math or the, the six pages of footnotes? I think it's 158 footnotes or something. Has anybody come back and challenged you on the substance of the report? No. And, and, and Steve, I, I've got a long track record going back to my. 2006 Coming China Wars book of having things very, very carefully documented. And nobody ever challenges me on the facts. All they do is like, you know, like back in 2006, oh, you're crazy, China hawk, you're out of your mind. It's like today that book reads like a government report. And just before in that conversation that Steve Bannon had with Peter Navarro, Peter Navarro was talking about he had over 500 people on a Zoom call because of the... uh, coronavirus they did a zoom call about uh all his information 500 journalists were on it and then he said it was crickets well you know after the next day there's no reports and no talking about it it's nothing in the new york times nothing in uh on anything and he he was talking about forbes magazine he said forbes magazine basically has been taken over by the chinese said Steve Forbes has nothing to do with Forbes magazine now. That was sort of news to me. I didn't realize that. And that's why, I guess that's why it's been a piece of junk lately. I, I, I always got it because my father-in-law was once a CEO before he passed away, and he, he got me reading Forbes magazine. I always looked forward to it, and then I've noticed I uh, didn't read it for a few years, and I got I started reading it again, get a subscription, and then I realized this is – this is all advertisement about China. Now I know. Now I know why. And I mean, it just it doesn't have the interesting uh, business stories like it used to. But now, uh, now I know why, I guess. But let me just uh, tell you that 
Steve Bannon was on fire. And, you know, we played a clip a couple of weeks ago of uh, uh, Boris uh, Epstein and uh, Steve Bannon. Let me play you a clip here, and we'll finish up because there's so much going on. This is the encouragement I'm going to give to you because the more is digging in, the more of the corruption we find. We see people getting scared, and that's why I say the longer Senator Harris waits to resign from the Senate, the greater the chance Donald Trump is going to be re-inaugurated President of the United States because she knows, and everybody in the Biden team knows, there was fraud on a massive scale. We heard President—I don't even—I'm not going to say President-elect. We heard Joe Biden say he had the greatest voter fraud machine ever put together. He said it in his own words, in his. Uh, in his, uh, uh, I guess, mind that is not where it used to be. He was just telling the truth, it sounds like. Now everybody laughed and said he made a gaffe. No, I think he knew exactly what he was saying when he said he put together the greatest voter fraud uh, team ever. And that's what he said. And so I just have to let you know that uh, – I feel very pleased to know that the American people are starting to hear it. They're dis they distrust people who are hiding the story. The news media is hiding the story. The supervisors in Maricopa County, they, they were subpoenaed. And we'll hear him say a little bit about that, I think, in this conversation. Subpoenaed to let all the machines be looked at. And they voted against letting, uh, uh, letting the machines be looked at. Why? What do they have to hide? If it's an up-and-up fair election, then let's open the books, let's open the machines, and let's see that it was fair and honest. It's time to see. Like I said, the angels <laughs> that welcomed the birth of the newborn king and said, peace on earth, goodwill to men all over. Well, that's what we're saying. These same angels, I pray they come and they just, I hope they kick some tail. That's what it takes to or just unearth, just rip apart the covering of fraud. <laughs> if man can't do it, by golly, there's some angels that know how. I think so. Okay, take a listen right here to uh, Steve Bannon talking with uh, Boris Epstein, who is a uh, on the Trump law team for the campaign. Now, Sonny Borelli, Eddie Farnsworth, the, the Arizona legislators, Mark Fincham on the House side, uh, they are absolute stars. They're true MAGA. They're in it to win it, and they're going to stand up strong. Just for, in terms of numbers, in Maricopa, you had oh, about 2,050,000 votes. Statewide, just over 3 million votes. So it's all about Maricopa. And in Maricopa, President Trump is down 45,000. And statewide, he's only down 10,300. So we need to know what happened in Maricopa. What were those machines doing? What were they doing to the duplicate ballots? What were they doing to the adjudicated ballots? We've been hearing reports that every duplicate ballot, which means fixed ballot, was coming out with Biden chosen, and then it was getting, and then it had to be uh, fixed by hand. So we need to get to the bottom of what truly happened in Maricopa, and we're not going to let anybody stand in the way of a true and honest and legal subpoena in order to do so. Okay, let's go. I want to pivot to Georgia. The president of the United States was was uh, was woke this morning. He was he was tweeting out about Mitch McConnell being weak. He was tweeting out about uh, people like Kemp 
needs to call a special session. He was calling out Purdue and Loeffler. What is going on in Georgia? We're one special session away from getting a full hearing on every vertical, both the phony votes, the mail-in ballot fiasco, and the Dominion voting machine. So, so where do we stand in Georgia, since the President of the United States is obviously making it a priority? Well, the Georgia Secretary of State has already buckled to a degree and agreed to a statewide audit with signature matching. One. Now we need that special session. President Trump has been vocal about it. Our team has been. Is vocal that a real? About it. Is that a real audit? Is that a real Boris? Is that a real audit or just is that just optics? Isn't this thing they're doing with the University of Georgia? Is that going to be done in enough time, in enough intensity, to matter? Or is this something that's going to get delivered in January after the January sixth debate in the? Uh... In terms of the audit, it, it, and part of it is the results will tell whether it's honest or not. We are going to observe the audit and we're going to determine. Are the legal votes being counted or the legal and illegal votes being counted? That is the true question here. But I will tell you, with all the pressure coming down on the Georgia Secretary of State, on the Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, on the Lieutenant Governor, they better be doing this the right way if they want any sort of political future. Hey, I know some of the Republicans in Georgia, and I don't think they have a future at all if they don't get their act together. I don't think I'm talking about Governor Kemp. And the Secretary of State, both Republicans there in the state of Georgia, if they don't get their act together, I mean, they can kiss their political career goodbye. I know Georgia Republicans, and they don't like what's going on, and neither do I, and neither do most Americans. So I, I don't know what's got into them. Again, when we uncover all the Chinese money that's influenced American politicians. It's going to be more than Democrats. It's going to be Democrats and Republicans. It's going to include judges, and it's going to include businesses, but it's going to include a lot of politicians. Wait and see. I just pray that all unearth, and we get to see the stinking pile of mess that it is. But we need to see it, and we need to smell it, and we need to get rid of it. And doing that, we'll have the truth and the truth shall set us free. Remember, the longer that Senator Harris waits to resign from her Senate seat, the greater the chance that Donald Trump is going to be re-inaugurated president of the United States on January 20th. They know. They know. They're sitting on a pile of fraud. Okay. Now. You've been listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on Web Talk Radio. Can't wait to next week. It'll be after Christmas, so Merry Christmas to all, and we will get ready for the new year. Hey, well, can it get more than what we've had in 2020 as far as rock splitting politics? <laughs> get ready, folks. Get ready. That's all I got to say. Doc Holliday will be here with you, ready to welcome in a new year soon. God bless. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>